Project Kayfabe. All right, everybody, here we are with Quad A, and we're doing a one-shot. So if you guys are new to the one-shots, if this is your first time checking it out, the one-shots are a little bit something we like to add on to, you know, what we normally do on the schedule. You know, typically we have one wrestling episode and one pop culture episode, and this time around I want to do a little watch-along episode for the first Elimination Chamber that happened uh, back in 2002, that was with Shawn Michaels, Triple H, RVD, Booker T, and Kane, and Chris Jericho, if I didn't say that already. And I uh, got quite a here, so we're going to watch along and just, you know, react to it. If you guys want to watch it with us, since Elimination Chamber is happening this Sunday, you can have fun and watch it with us. On top of that, we're going to do our, re- our um, predictions for this upcoming Elimination Chamber pay-per-view and what we think is going to go on there. And I also want to mention AEW just dropped this bombshell yesterday, you know, saying that they're going to do Kenny Omega versus John Moxley and an exploding barbed wire death match. That's how they closed off AEW last night. And I was just fucking perplexed. I was like, holy shit, that is something that barely gets done. It originally started with the FMW promotion out in Japan. You know, people like Hayabusa has been a part of a match like this. This one match, uh, yeah, I've seen bits and pieces, but now I'm going to have to watch all of it. It's Hayabusa versus this one guy. Hayabusa, RIP, passed away a, year, a couple years ago. Um, it was an electric barbed wire cage death match. And it was like 28 minutes long. It's fucking wild. Um, it's on YouTube. People can check it out. It's on my Twitter. Well, on the Project K-Babe Twitter. So it could just... With the stuff that's like, you know, deathmatch wrestling in Japan, insane, disgusting. Deathmatch wrestling in America is also insane and disgusting. But at the same time, it just gets really, like, I'm starting to enjoy it. But the hard thing that got me into it is a lot of it is fucking stupid. Like, slapping (laughs) each other in the head with, like, light fixtures and all this shit with uh, big-ass lights, essentially. Um, so like at first it was hard for me to get into. Now I try and get into it a little bit more because it's just fucking insane. But to know that we're going to get this between John Moxley and Kenny Omega, like what? I know John Moxley's definitely been a part of death matches, but to see this, like what? What are you thinking, Quade? Like this is, that was the biggest thing, honestly, that came out of AEW besides the fact that now we know Cody's going to have a girl. I fucking hated that shit. They fucking did a live <laughs> A live fucking gender reveal. I was like, Jesus Christ. Good congrats, but fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, that 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 gender reveal just showcased how much Cody thinks of himself, quite honestly. But that deathmatch, this is cool. I never seen I never watched a deathmatch before. Uh so this would be my first time. I also watched one beforehand, but this would be my first like live deathmatch I ever get to see. So this is this would be fun. And like it's cool because like this is something that you kind of would not expect to happen on like a u.s tv wrestling even though it's not on tv but like a u.s based promotion that's popular like a like a near Expect- yeah you know what i'm trying to say like kind of like not mainstream but you know like a popular american brand and then this is just gonna be uh insane to watch this is this is honestly gonna be i don't know what to expect <laughs> i've seen clips i think i think you posted like clips or someone posted clips of some japanese uh uh, or some ma- some death match with some ball wise and just look freaking insane. I don't know what to expect of this. It's gonna be should be fun. 
Yeah, I mean, I highly encourage, and I'm going to do the same, like, look up on more clips and just see if I can find any full matches. I highly, like, recommend that Hayabusa one I was talking about, just because, like, this is what we're going to get, and I wonder how true to it will it be. I know it's going to be, like, on pay-per-view and anything and stuff like that, but, yeah, to think about a promotion that's, like, a top-tier promotion, you can put it that way, because they're on a big network like TNT, and they're going to be pulling some shit like this off? Like, that's crazy like you know i know impact they like well yeah impact tna well back when they were you know tna impact i remember they had like a glass table match once before i'm pretty sure of like the dudleys or something like that but that's not even close to what we're gonna get here the closest thing i could think of like that's probably been shown but that was even more like ecw is like your bar your barbed wire like mm. ring matches where the ropes are all barbed wire now, this is like it's gonna be electric. No, it's gonna be exploding. Like that's that's like fucking wild to me. And just to think, like you know, Kenny uh, Kenny Omega. This is something I he's the closest thing he's had to a match like that is that match he did have against John Moxley, <laughs> that unsanctioned match. And uh, now we're gonna get this. And John Moxley is no fucking stranger to this. He was a big guy in CZW, which is all about yeah crazy shit. I mean, before I even know. Before I knew who, like, Dean Ambrose was when he got into the WWE, the only thing I had seen of him, which is a clip that's, like, gone popular over the internet for years, is that video of him where there's, like, an electric saw getting shoved on his forehead. You've probably seen that one, too. Yeah. Like, that's, like, just how big this guy is, and he'll do whatever the fuck and just be fucking crazy. So the fact that we're going to get that on Revolution is just just amazing. Just to see what we're, we're getting out of AEW, like... I was actually watching, I was folding some clothes before we started this, and I, like, had YouTube on just to have something in the background, and something I've been doing lately is, because Jim Cornette's YouTube account is from his podcast, and they post a lot of the clips of him just, you know, breaking down or analyzing things, and he was talking so much shit about AEW <laughs> and all this other stuff, I mean, Jim Cornette's a character himself, a lot of people fucking hate this dude for many reasons, but... Um, you know, he's talking all this shit. I can't wait to hear what he's going to say about this. Cause he, I, I definitely feel like he hates type of wrestling like this. So he probably going to hate this a lot. He's going to hate it so much. I never knew he calls Joey Janela, jelly Nutella or some shit like that. Cause that. he does not like Joey Janela. <laughs> that's just, that's just, that's, that's just messed up. <laughs> but, okay. But, yeah, AEW doing crazy things. That, and, you know, Sting took a fucking powerbomb from Brian Cage yesterday. That was nuts. That, that caught me up. I looked, I, I looked away from the screen because I, I don't know what I was doing. I looked back. I see Sting on the floor. Like, no way. This guy did not just take a bump. This <laughs> the replay. I was like, oh, okay. He's he taking bumps now. I mean, this is, this is, it's got me more excited for the street fight because, like, if he's taking bumps, then I want to see how this goes. You know, I'm interested. Yeah, and it feels like the street fight is going to be more legitimate, you know? Like, it's going to be an actual match or something. It won't just, like, kind of be very cinematic. Yeah. The last one that um, was involved with, which uh, what was it, Proud and Powerful and Best Friends, that wasn't cinematic at all, honestly. That was just very, like, that was a street fight. So to see this might happen, I'm very interested to see where this could go with. Because you got Darby Allen, you got Sting, you got Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. This could be really fucking fun. And... You know, God, I got. I just fucking hope Sting doesn't hurt himself. Honestly, um, honestly, this is kind of like becoming a mini AEW review. So I'm gonna mention another thing. 
Proud and Powerful did not win the fucking tag team titles yesterday, and I was very disappointed because that was a really fucking good match. That was like one of the best matches on AW television in a while. I could think about just like I was engaged. I was live tweeting on the Project Kayfabe Twitter for a lot of uh, AW yesterday, but that one I just had to stop and watch because they were doing some cool shit. And I really thought Proud and Powerful were going to go over, and then they fucking lose to a fucking quick roll up. I was like, jeez. That, that was sad just to see them. Like, I know they're going to be tag team champions at some point, but I was hoping for it to happen now because then I'd be more invested into MJF and um, Chris Jericho versus Proud and Powerful because it leads more questions on what's happening with the inner circle than, you know, them possibly beating the Young Bucks for it, which will probably be the result. You know, they beat Young Bucks because Gallows and Andersons are sleaze bags because they're working with Don Callis. But... Oh man, that was that was so disappointing yesterday. You know, for me, if this leads to MGF and Jericho win the titles and then they drop the house to PMP, then I will forgive them for this this match. If that does not happen and MGF and Jericho wins the titles and then PMP never gets a shot for like another eighteen months, I will not forgive AEW for this because that is annoying to me. Because that's a legit tag team that should be tag champs already. I don't, I don't know what's taking so long to get in the belts, but. I, I'm, just, I'm just upset that, that they lost, really, honestly. When I heard 18 months, I'm like, wait, they've never had a chance at the AEW Tag Team titles. And mind you, they had SCU when it was Kazarian and uh, um, Scorpio. Um, like, they could have easily given it to him. I mean, not given it to him, but they could have at least went up against him. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, Kenny Omega... And Adam Page, when they were champions, they were champions for a very long time. They were the longest tag team champions at the moment. Um, I'm surprised because they I felt like they wrestled every tag team. I didn't know they That's didn't true. have maybe they wrestled proud and powerful, but it wasn't for the belts, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably what happened, and that's just I mean, that's okay. They still wrestled them, but to think this is their first title match, I was like, wow, that 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 got me off of like they just I was shocked. <laughs> It caught me by surprise. I thought, like, that's, you don't sideline one of your best tag teams for 18 months for no reason, you know? At least give them a shot. They don't know how to win it. But everyone, like, you giving towel shots to freaking, uh, I don't even got a towel shot. What's that team name with that, with the, the lime green, the neon green? Black? Private Party? No, 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 no. The, the two white guys. Oh, uh, TH2, Jack yeah, Evans, right. and, and Helico. I'm pretty sure they got a towel shot at some point. And, like, come on, you know? They are they are pretty cool though. They were really great in Lucha Underground. I don't know if you've seen them or not. Also, Jack Evans is part of the re- like. If you look up Jack Evans highlights, he is the reason why high flying wrestling is cool. <laughs> He's created a lot of shit. But no, yeah, it's just crazy to think you know you have this legit of a tag team and they don't fucking like give them a. They didn't give them the gold, which is upsetting. But to think that this is their first match for the gold, that's also even more upsetting, probably. Um, but who knows? Hopefully their time will come. Um, just one more thing before we go on to talk about Elimination Chamber. I still can't get that Shaquille O'Neal is going to have a wrestling <laughs> match on AEW. It's going to happen on Dynamite. It's going to be on TNT. I mean, it makes sense. Part of the reason, you know, why they're probably doing this is because Shaq is on TNT. You know, he does, uh, he does TNT backstage and all that stuff for basketball. Um, it's just weird that, you know, Revolution is March 7th, and 
they're going to have that type of match on the third, you know, that build up into Revolution. For some reason, I feel like that would be a pay-per-view type of match, especially because I feel like it needs, I still think it needs more build. I feel like it's not that (laughs) important to me, just besides the fact that I'm bewildered that Shaq is going to get a random match. But, uh, yeah, that's still happening, and they at least talked about it. They did a little promo video with Jade and Shaq, and it looks like Shaq could shoot a three now, which is funny because he only shot one three in his entire career. He only made one three, I should say that. <laughs> um, so, you know what? They're gonna. I guess it makes sense solely to have it on TNT because, you know, more people can watch it for free rather than people actually, well, if you have cable, but uh, rather than buying the pay-per-view. Uh, just interesting. And I keep, I think that's my word of the fucking week. I've said a lot in our pod <laughs> yesterday, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> I think, I think the match, I think it's on TNT because, um, the all-star game is the same day as revolution and the all-star uh, game is on TNT. So I think Shaq has to do that. So I think that's where they pushed it forward. Which, yeah. You know, makes that sense. makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing too. I saw that the all-star game is happening yeah. and honestly, I didn't even know that the all-star game was <laughs> happening. I like, I haven't actually sat down and watched a full game since the season started, to be honest. I think I watched one, but I've been watching more highlights. I feel like it hasn't, it still doesn't feel like basketball season to me. But, but, uh, yeah, that, that's the all-star game happening next, sat- like in two Saturdays from now. Fucking wild. Anywho, Elimination Chamber is this Sunday, which is also another wild thing because, uh, you know, like, I just feel like we just had the Royal Rumble. And now we already got another pay-per-view lined up. Uh, so let's go over this match card. This is, I'm pretty sure, the most accurate thing. I, I got CBS. They have their own WWE section, which is pretty cool. Um, so let's go over some of these matches. Sasha Banks and Carmella are still feuding, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I haven't watched SmackDown in probably like a week or two, I think. So to see that they're still feuding... It's great. I don't think Sasha is going to drop the belt to her. That is my prediction. That's the easiest thing. Um, at least Carmella is getting this opportunity to be like for the title. And, you know, hopefully they'll keep using her and they won't just throw her in the fucking like, you know, in the back afterwards. Because I think this, uh, you know, second run for her has been going pretty well since uh, returning. But, yeah, Sasha Banks is my easy winner for that one. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, there's no world where I see Sasha Banks losing the title before Mania. So, yeah. Yeah, especially because it looks like it's going to be Bianca Belair, so you can't just drop it. Um, Next one, we got SmackDown Tag Team Championships, apparently. I, I guess this is, yeah, it makes sense that this is still a feud. Uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, who are the champs, going against the Street Profits. Honestly, I see Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler going over. Just because I feel like if the Street Profits are going to win the tag team titles back at any point, I feel like you save that till Mania. Because they're just a big enough tag team that them winning at Mania is a good hot ticket item to have on the pay-per-view. And give them a nice Mania moment, too. Yeah, yeah that makes sense to me. I, w- I wouldn't give I wouldn't give uh, the Profits a title back anytime soon. I'll wait until Mania, maybe even after. I would, I would love to see the Usos get a chance at some point. Um, so if, if Jimmy ever comes back, but see, I, I think dirty dogs, whoever the team is called, will, <laughs> will take that win. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I like it, you know, Dolph Ziggler, you know, seems like he'll be a WWE lifer. Robert Roode, 
I liked him better when he was Bobby Roode, and I also <laughs> liked him better when he was on Impact. So, the same. you know, just hoping for the best. Um, next match, we have the interna- uh, International Intercontinental Championship, Big E versus Apollo Crews. I think Big E's going to keep the belt, honestly. But I'm expecting at the very least a good match because I feel like they can mix well. I saw Apollo did this fucking moonsault off of the apron onto, like, I think Big E or somebody while they were, like, on the ground. I think that was a highlight from last uh, week or the week before that. And that was pretty badass. Like, the fact that he fucking pulled that off. Um, I've always liked Apollo Crews when he was in the Indies. He used to go by Uha Nation. And then, you know, they didn't really use him that much in NXT. I felt like he was there for, like, a cup of coffee, and then, boom, they promoted him to the main roster. But he hasn't done much on the main rosters besides being in uh, – having that feud with the Hurt business. <laughs> but Big E, I don't think Big E is going to lose the belt, at least until maybe maybe Mania or someone else who's more of, like, a contender could actually beat him for it. Yeah, Biggie definitely got this. I, he's someone who should fight you for a while, to be honest. All right, I'll be right back. Yeah. All right, I'm back. I had food ordered here that was supposed to show up anywhere between like 8.45 and 9, and it's already here, so that's pretty good. <laughs> this, uh, this, uh, this over is good early. Yeah, tip him. <laughs> yeah, well, I did it through Uber Eats. They already got the tip, you know. But, anywho. Um... Oh, yeah, we're talking about Big E and Apollo Crews. Yeah, it just it doesn't make sense for him to lose it right now, and... The only way I could see him losing it, honestly, if Sami Zayn screws him out of it, since Sami Zayn keeps promoting that he's supposed to be the champion. So that's the only way I could really see Big E lose it right now. But I wonder who he would lose it to. I hope he honestly just keeps it for a while and then maybe moves on to, like, the world title. I mean, the, uh, what's it called again, universal title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's maybe not from NXT. He can move up one day, you know, be the TikTok man. Biggie, maybe after the draft or something, but yeah, I don't see no one on SmackDown. Except, I mean, I was at Seth, Seth for Dan Bryan, but I don't see them taking the title off of Biggie either. Yeah, 
Okay, now next match, we got United States Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Riddle. Um, I want to say Keith Lee is going to win this one. It would be nice, just because Keith Lee, like, in my head, still should have won the Royal Rumble if he had the chance, but he fucking couldn't because his now fiance, because him and Mia Yim got engaged. <laughs> um, She had COVID. So, unfortunately, Keith Lee couldn't be in there. So, maybe they'll drop the belt to him. Um... I saw Bobby Lashley. He's saying that he would love to be in a in the in the fight pit. You know that match that goes on in NXT that they just did one with uh, Timothy Thatcher and Tomasa uh, Champa. Riddle was in one against Timothy uh, Thatcher, which also Timothy Thatcher won. Um, I would like Keith Lee to win it honestly because I kind of want this whole Bobby Lashley Matt Riddle thing to get over with. Like I'm done with it. Honestly, like it's just boring at this point. <laughs> yeah, that match is. Yeah, I think you know what. My money is on Bobby Lashley winning, and then probably hopefully he pins he pins he pins Riddle, and then this just leads to like Bobby versus Keith at Mania, like a singles match, which honestly should have just waited to do <laughs> instead of forcing Keith into this triple threat. But I, I say Bobby gets to win. I feel like he holds on to it a little bit longer, but. Hey, they want to take the title for Bobby and then make Bobby go for the WWE title. I don't, I would not care. I would love it. Like, go ahead. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome just to see Bobby get a title run, honestly. Because I feel like he is one of the most deserving people for one. Because he's honestly been doing what WWE tells him to do. Like, think about it. This guy, like a year or so ago, was in a gimmick where he was just slapping his butt cheeks you know and then a year before that i'm pretty sure that's when sammy Zayn brought out the lashley sisters so like he's kind of doing whatever they tell him to do which is just showing how much of a trooper he is and why he deserves the fucking gold yeah. <sighs> anywho um i don't is this match still happening i don't know is oscar versus lacey evans gonna be a thing uh, i don't i don't think so <laughs> i wouldn't i hope it's not <laughs> I mean, the lady's pregnant. She should not be wrestling. So I don't know what they're going to do with the woman's title. I don't think they even really said on Raw what's going to happen. I think they just revealed that she was pregnant. And they kind of didn't go go from anything from there, did they? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, they didn't mention if the match is happening or not. Or who's going to play, if somebody places her. They didn't, they didn't say. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at what CBS has in their little thing. It says that the match appears to be on the verge of being officially canceled. The news that Evans is pregnant. Though WWE has not confirmed any changes officially. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe they give the gold to Lacey Evans somehow. <laughs> yeah, that would, maybe maybe have Payne Royce fight for her. And then if Payne Royce wins, Lacey gets the belt. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I saw this thing on Twitter. It's like Asuka is like the best champion ever. She know, Or like the best wrestler ever. All she has to do is somehow get her opponents <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Uh, Becky Lynch uh, pregnant. Now Lacey Evans pregnant. That's funny. <laughs> um, then we got, so we got our two elimination chambers. Let's start with the Raw. We got Drew McIntyre putting his title on the line against Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, and now Kofi Kingston. As Miz was originally in this match, he was like, honestly, I don't need to be in this match. I got the money in the bank. I'm good. <laughs> so they replaced it. He had a, there was John Morrison versus Kofi Kingston, or was it the Miz versus Kofi? Uh, Kofi Kingston. I think it was The Miz. Anywho, um, Kofi Kingston's in the match now. People are saying Kofi Mania 2 could possibly happen. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> it would be fucking great, but I don't think they're going to do that. 
Uh, Drew McIntyre, I kind of think, is going to lose. And I would love it if he lost to somehow. It would be just different if it was Kofi. That would be great. Jeff Hardy versus Edge at Mania. That's a big ticket match. That would be fucking dope. At least, like, in terms of big ticket where I'm calling it as, like, you know, it's been a storyline for years. You know, Jeff Hardy and Edge, especially when you add the brothers into it. Um, But AJ Styles would also be a great one because I love AJ Styles as champ. Randy Orton was just champ. Does not need it, especially because he has his feud with The Fiend. And somehow, probably, The Fiend is going to cause Randy Orton to lose and get eliminated. I don't know who wins this match. I mean, I, I guess the same choice is, is Drew, but I don't want Drew to win. I, don't, I really don't I really don't think Drew needs to face Sheamus for the title of Mania. I think that's just a waste of a match. A waste of a championship match. It would be a good match alone, but not a championship match. Honestly... Looking at this list, if I get some title, it would probably be Kofi, AJ, or Jeff. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, AJ would be pretty nice. I think I hope the Miz cashes in. I think it's time for him to just cash in. But um, even though it looks like he's gonna team up with Morrison against Bad Bunny and, and uh Priest, but I don't know. I just want to start, I don't want part of me really does not want to see Jewish James for the title of Mania. I don't know why. It just doesn't sound like fun. So I, I kind of just hope Drew lose. I don't know to who, but I'm just going to say AJ just because I like AJ a lot. <laughs> yeah, I would hope it would be AJ just because, like, I feel like a match against Edge would be more interesting. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm still thinking, like, who would be Edge facing? And that would be a lot cooler than having, like, Drew McIntyre versus Edge. Um, and then again, yeah, like Jeff Hardy would be a good option and it would just be Kofi Kingston would be the best feel good option. I mean, it's black history month. Come on, WWE. <laughs> Might as well. Um, and then the other elimination chamber for that night will be King Corbin versus Kevin Owens versus Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn versus Jay Uso. And the winner goes on to face Roman Reigns in the same night to fight for the Universal title. Because Roman Reigns on last SmackDown, he's like, nah, I ain't gonna defend my fucking title at the, in the chamber. You got me fucked up. And then he's like, I'll just defend it right after. So I like this is something I mentioned I, in yesterday's pod. I wonder if it'll be like directly after. It'll give the guy at least like the entire rest of the night. Maybe this will be the first match of the night. That would be nice. Um... But yeah, we're going to see this match, and the only person, well, I would love it if Cesaro won, because Cesaro's been getting momentum. Kevin Owens is the safe answer, because he's been having this feud already with Roman Reigns. Uh, Daniel Bryan would be really cool, but honestly, I'm scared to see this dude in an elimination chamber and Mm -hmm. and have to wrestle afterwards, too. Um, Sami Zayn, no way. Jey Uso would be cool, but... uh, I, th- I think they're kind of done with that. Just going to have him be a lackey at this point for now. Uh, Corb- well, first of all, why is King Corbin in this match? I feel that's like the biggest, like, why. <laughs> like, yeah, Shinsuke is right there. He could have thrown Shinsuke in this match e- easily. He's <laughs> a way better fit than freaking Corbin. Um, yeah, I think Kevin Owens. I think it's just a safe way to just finish off that field, you know. I don't think the match between him and Reigns is going to be long. Hopefully not. But yeah, I think KO wins this. Easy. Yeah, yeah, he wins it. Doesn't lose to Roman. Roman's not losing this gold until Mania, at the very least. If he's gonna lose it, he'll lose it at Mania. To who? Still to be answered. 
um, still to be left up in the air, I guess. But that's kind of what I'm seeing for Elimination Chamber. Uh, I'm expecting it to be good. I'm kind of disappointed we don't have a women's Elimination Chamber. I kind of wish they could maybe last minute, you know, because Asuka has nothing to do with her belt at the moment, it seems like. Maybe they'll just throw her in the Elimination Chamber. That would be cool. But who knows? I feel like they would then promote that shit. So... Unfortunately, no women's chamber this year, but at least we got some, we still got two chambers at the very least. I always wish like they could like do a lot more, but you know, two is better than none. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Uh, So as we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, we're going to do the watch along to the first ever elimination chamber. Uh, So this happened in 2002 at Survivor Series in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I, I learned a little bit of info about this, and that's like kind of like what inspired me to do this one, uh, especially since Elimination Chamber is on its way. So if you guys want to listen with us, I mean, watch with us and just hear us talk, uh, go to 1 hour, 52 minutes, and 34 seconds on the WWE Network for this uh, event, and uh, I'll let you guys know when we're about to start it. Um, are, you all, are you all ready, Quade? Wait, you said 34 or 44? 34. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I was ahead. Okay, now I'm ready. So, to everyone needs to be at one hour, 52 minutes, and 34 seconds. And uh, we'll start off. So, when I say go, that's when you guys press play. All right. Three, two, one, go. Oh, All right, we got Y2J coming out first. I think he's coming out with Saliva singing King of Your World. <laughs> or King of Our World, I'm pretty sure. I kind of dig MSG, like, entrances a little bit. I always wish, like, we kind of got the... Because whenever I went to MSG, we always got the very small fucking entrances, which is just different. It looked cool, the doors swinging. Yeah. Then at Survivor Series... The Survivor Series with The Rock when he came back. Then they gave us an actual entrance, but less and less people were able to fit into MSG. <laughs> this one would have been cool. I like I like the small, the small, but it's just different because it's not something to do often. Yeah, and it's not too flashy. Sometimes, like I feel like this is something Henry used to say, and I agree. He's like back in like the Attitude Era, it was a little bit more darker. It wasn't mm-hmm. as fucking flashy. Now everything is so damn bright and like just it's like. Too much lights. Yeah, and the Thunderdome does not help at all. It just all lights at that point. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> oh, fucking love those raw tag team titles. Those were yeah. beautiful. I wish they could bring those back. Back when they actually had unique championships. Yep. I wish they brought back that Times Square thing. I always wanted to go. I, I just went up as a kid passing by it. Like, oh, what is this? Like, the... the... The world thing. It always looked interesting. It looked cool. Never got to go inside, though. Yeah, unfortunately, now it's the Hard Rock Cafe. Like, I wish WWE still had... And, like, that's kind of, like, pointing even more to, like, you know, WWE when it was on the decline, you know? Like, because back in, like, the 90s, like, it was cool to be a wrestling fan compared to now. And it's like, oh, you like wrestling, huh? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about something else. (laughs) Like... You know, back then it used to be cool. We, they had a fucking t- a, st- a store in Times Square, like the Mecca, <laughs> kind of. Even though MSG is called the Mecca, this is like so great for them. 
And, you know, once they lost and become the Hard Rock Cafe, that's just more of a showing that, like, wrestling was just not as big as it used to be. Yeah, I was reading about this. Apparently, it's costing them too much money to keep it open. Makes sense. The same thing goes with, like, why they don't like to go to MSG too much, because apparently they lose money by going to MSG. Too expensive, man. I don't know, so with New York, <laughs> that'd be freaking pricey. Even though I love New York, fuck New York, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess Jericho's a fan of Salvia, whatever you can call these people. Ah, oh, good old Booker T. Booker T still looks the fucking same right now. <laughs> Just longer dreads. <laughs> Why am I look shook? Is it, what's the structure? Really that? <laughs> yeah, this is the first time anyone's actually getting into it. And so I was... Uh, so, I like, on Botchamania, they do this nice piece where they kind of read wrestlers' books, like their biographies, and a lot of it is, like, breaking down the business, explaining things that you wouldn't notice. So, like, you know, when they describe Elimination Chamber as unforgiving, like, they weren't kidding. Chris Jericho described this, like, chamber, apparently this one, not the new one we got, which is more padded and all that. But he's saying, like, this one, like, the person who designed this clearly never wrestled before because of how... <laughs> How brutal it fucking is. <laughs> yeah. You can just tell, like, you see Booker T's face when he came out. He looks shook. Hell yeah. I don't know about this. I would be fucking shook as hell, especially because it just doesn't look comfy one bit. <laughs> nah. I love this Kane look. This is this is probably my second favorite Kane look after the his uh his ad to everyone. Damn, it's so crazy to see Kane looking like this, and we just recently saw him <laughs> looking all tubby and shit. This is, this is not, this is a, this is a true nine day difference. Me, Mayor, must you know. Take, take I have his biography. Body. I have his biography on my Kindle. I've been meaning to read it. It is new. Yeah, it came out. Uh, I believe last year. I also have Hornswoggle's biography on my Kindle, too. <laughs> That's a random one. Excuse me. I feel like that it's a random one, but at the same time, I bet everything must have been so different from his perspective. Not only because he's tiny, but this dude got used for two of the biggest storylines while we were growing up, and it was awful. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, the sun... Of the the bastard son of Vince McMahon got thrown away to Hornswoggle, and uh, the raw general manager, the anonymous raw general <laughs> manager, also got thrown away on Hornswoggle. So I would I haven't read it yet, but I would love to see what his like take on it. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I got the hiccups. What his take on it will be. One thing I want to do is watch Sean's run when he came back, like, before 2006. After 2004, I pretty much know everything of that stuff, but, like, I think I missed out on a lot of good matches in this particular era that I did not see. This was his first match back, too, after, like, five years. That's crazy. 
People were like talking shit about the short haircut, but most specifically yeah. those brown pants that he's wearing look disgusting. <laughs> <Excuse> <laughs> I think those unfinished. They're supposed to have like the BK. And, oh, uh, and some other point, but it wasn't done in time. How are they unfinished? The dude had five years. <laughs> oh, excuse me. God, RVD was too damn good. This is my guy. I was so disappointed when he left us, but then when I randomly discovered TNA when I was like in high school or whatever year we were in, and I just saw him there, I was so excited to see him wrestling somewhere. I'll look him up because I was looking at his dirty tile run. I didn't know it got cut short. <laughs> In my head, I thought it was longer than what it than what it really was. Really? No, it was a short one. I wish it was longer. RVD was pulling out some of the best work he's ever done when he got sent to WWE. God, it's Triple H. <laughs> yeah, I fake Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Cody Rhodes wannabe over here. <laughs> uh, I love that belt. They need to bring him back. I want to buy one, honestly. I know my uncle has one. I always wanted to steal it. <laughs> I will say, Ric Flair looks good right there behind him. It's a good silhouette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was Evolution a thing? At this know. point? Um... Or was this 2002? No, not yet. I think we got like one more year. Or no, it's like in the mix of this. It's forming, I think. It's like Randy Orton is, I think, injured at this moment. Oh, that's what happened. Okay. So this is like pre-Randy Orton changes his whole... Because I remember, I think around this time, Randy Orton's doing that like injury report thing. Did you ever see that? <laughs> Where he yeah, was like, oh, my arm is 80% healed. Like, I'll be <laughs> back soon. I always forget that the world title was originally on Raw until Batista and John Cena got switched over. Because I've only, like, when we grew up, it was a SmackDown thing, at least when I was watching wrestling. Yeah. I forgot about that. I think they, they always do. They always put, like, the uh, the secondary title on Raw and then the main title on SmackDown to kind of, like, just boost SmackDown. And then they just forget it. Just, they just swap it back and say, I forget it. Yeah. Well, it's funny is like, yeah, because they did that one, you know, SmackDown one, like then they did the the brand split, and now yeah. it's like reversed again. But honestly, they should put it back on SmackDown <laughs> just because SmackDown's better at the moment. <laughs>
I would not want to fall to the outside of this thing. <laughs> just looking at it, it just looks like straight up steel. I am happy that, well, I'm still sad that they ended up upgrading the chamber to the one we currently have now. I mean, it's better for the wrestlers. It's just not the same. But thank God when they did that upgrade, they didn't change the fucking color of it and, like, painted it. Because I hate that Hell in the Cell is a fucking color red. It's so annoying. They should make it blue. They should make it nothing. (laughs) It's awful. I mean, I'm, why could they? Ooh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, why, why could they just like keep the design like the same shape, but just make it safer? <laughs> yeah, I love the circle more than the square. Yeah, it just looks better, but I guess whatever's safer. That has to hurt so fucking bad. (laughs) (laughs) The door was supposed to open up. Look at that JR commentary. Back when he cared. Saw JR yesterday. Said WWE champion Kenny Omega. (laughs) I think think he's looking for the wrong company. I think he wants to be someone else. Nah, he's actually a spy. (laughs) He's reporting everything. Hunter Blade already? <laughs> yeah, he's already... I don't think he bladed. I think he actually got <laughs> busted open. Man, just started. That just shows how bad that fucking chamber really is. No one's even came out yet, and he's already <laughs> leaking. He probably uh, hurry up. Let <laughs> me take a break. <laughs> Part of me kind of wishes that Survivor Series went, was not brand warfare anymore. Because I don't know. I think they could do some unique stuff with Survivor Series that just doesn't. That's just not like Raw or SmackDown. What would you do then? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have. I don't have an answer. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people people probably have that opinion. I mean, I I like it. I like it because, I don't know, it's, uh, I really liked when bragging rights, they only did it once, I'm pretty sure, but I liked the bragging rights pay-per-view. It's just, I wish it meant something because they don't really, like, okay, Raw or SmackDown wins, but nothing happens out of this. And I'm pretty sure in the last Survivor Series, they weren't even keeping score. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, if you're going to have, like, oh, Team Raw or SmackDown's better, like, keep score. And, like, they should win something. I don't fucking know what it would be, but, like, something cool to maybe, the like, company. Maybe win, like, uh, the number, I don't know, <laughs> number 30 spot in the Rumble and uh, They have more Rumble participants. That's interesting. 
I'm pretty sure the draft happened not too ap not too long after Survivor Series, or maybe it happened before it. So they could have got an extra draft pick, even though for some reason, oh wait, no, they explained it. Raw gets more draft picks because they're three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> they get more, but they use less people. So yeah. Damn, Triple H is getting his ass beat for like five minutes. <laughs> wow, that music is bad. <laughs> what was that? I think Chris Jericho in his autobiography explained that it's like, who wants to be a billion a millionaire <laughs> music? Oh, this is Jericho with the little painted tip on his ponytail. <laughs> I used to think he was just bleeding all the time. <laughs> yeah, Triple H need a break. What are you eating, Quade? <laughs> uh, just some, some candy. <laughs> I hear you munching from here. <laughs> I at least muted myself. <laughs> I was wondering to see if you could hear it or not. No, <laughs> I was anything. here. So I was like, okay, he can't hear it. I was debating if I should say anything, but for the people at home, I'm going to say something because they're probably saying something. <laughs> I'm, eating, I'm, here, I'm here eating, but I mute myself. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for that. Oh, man, he don't say anything to me. <laughs> I, like, I guess he can't hear it. So I'm just keep going. <laughs> I know that I know. Triple H without the mustache is always a fucking weird looking sight. <laughs> Jericho when I didn't know he was an idiot. Good days. I didn't mention this, but did you see all the shit came out about his wife being a huge Trump supporter? Yeah. And possibly that she was at the Capitol? Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. I mean, what's funny is like people are bashing jericho for it but it's his wife you know his <laughs> wife is the one that went to the capital not jericho i mean because that's his wife she's clearly an extension of him which i understand but i just feel like at this point people are finding anything to nitpick on jericho yeah. it's not like he drove her there i mean maybe maybe he did but i mean they're from florida they live in florida i don't know how to why the fuck she was out there i mean uh, that's that's uh and also, were people, is it true, like, were those photos actually from the Capitol? Like, I mean, not from the Capitol, from, like, that time? Probably, but. I have no clue. It could, it could be actually uploaded the same day. I don't know. Yeah, all I know is people are getting crazy about it and blaming Jericho, especially when Jericho said, yo, I'm not a political guy, yet he donated to the Trump campaign and all that. But maybe his he donated because of his wife. I don't yeah, know. It could be that. Maybe, maybe he donated on her behalf. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, clearly, who's the moneymaker in the family? 
I think Jericho's net worth is about twelve million, so clearly he got the money. <laughs> what do I want to do with the voice? Yeah, he can do anything about it. I mean, he could have told her maybe don't go to the Capitol or something, <laughs> but at this point, you know, Chris Jericho's like, you know, he's put his foot in his mouth a couple of times, but I'm not gonna like penalize him for that, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, as long as his wife ain't fucking like shooting up the Capitol, then that's fine. Then that's okay. You could be there to me. <laughs> Just you know, also don't be fucking spreading the oh they got rid of the the voter fraud. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Already just getting beat up. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> what they're saying? Yeah. Who's I'm not even James? really paying attention to them. <laughs> Commentary is just fucking awful a lot of times. King is just bad. Ooh. Even when it's good, it's bad sometimes. Man, the, the, the chamber. I guess not. I was gonna say the chamber missing some like serious star power, but I guess, I guess not. Yeah, Orton. Drew. Oh, you mean this Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, they got Orton, they got Drew, they got AJ, Jeff, I mean. Who's this? Booker T. <laughs> Booker T is still upset with Triple H for the hate crime he committed at WrestleMania. <laughs> Booker T was saying, like, he would be down to go against Triple H at Saudi. <laughs> you know what? This is good. They should. I mean, the Saudi American, the, I mean, not Saudi American, Jesus Christ. But the Saudis, <laughs> uh, whatever you want to call them, they would love it because they eat up old wrestlers. That's what they want. That's why you got, like, Goldberg on there, Undertaker. That's why we saw, like, what was it? John Cena versus Triple H? Yeah. Randy Orton versus Triple H? That's the shit they love. They got the DX reunion. Shawn Michaels <laughs> literally came out of retirement for that Saudi paycheck because they he gave him. Bank. Yeah, he, he made money that he don't have to make any more shitty movies, but he still does. It's crazy that that they didn't, they didn't even get Booker T his win back because when when Booker T faced Triple H again at, at SummerSlam when he when Triple H first returned, Triple H still won. <laughs> It's so messed up. That's Triple H. At least he's doing great with NXT. <laughs> I gave him that. You see that shit with Kyle O'Reilly? That's been going crazy. Yeah, it was. It was I don't know what fan thought <laughs> this guy was having the seizure and making up stuff. Yeah, the fan literally ruined it. Cause made everyone believe he had a seizure. <laughs> no, they put it. Kyle was like, no, my neck hurt. They put a <laughs> neck brace on. <laughs> I'm okay. Like, yeah, you, you had wrestlers tweeting, I hope you're okay, Kyle. Like, oh my gosh. It's crazy how one misconception can just, like, start a whole thing. The only show that has actual fans at it, and of course they <laughs> fucking ruin it. <laughs> oh. 
I didn't even realize NXT was real fans. I thought it was still PC people. No, it's like a mixture yeah. from what I've noticed. That's what it looks like. And clearly, if a fan tweeted that shit, unless that is someone who's from the Performance Center <laughs> and that lost their job. So right here, RVD, he's going to get on top. He doesn't have enough room up there. He can't fully stand up. And the other problem that happens oh, is wow. Triple H is that. too close. Which is why you're going to see what happens here. Ooh. So RVD's leg or knee lands directly in Triple H's throat. Triple H said that he couldn't fucking breathe for a long part of this. That leg gonna hurt. Imagine getting a man's full fucking weight into your throat. Yeah. That far. <laughs> Triple H could have died. That hey, Look, they throw up the X. He's actually hurt. But then again, now they throw up the X sometimes, and it's not real, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> I think Trivia got the guy built the most in this match. Oh my god, jeez. Yeah. But yeah, that dude's out there on the side. He could barely fucking breathe. He's <laughs> this took already out to get in the match. <laughs> oh, I will say, wrestling fans give a lot of shit to Triple H, but he has put up with a lot of fucking in injuries in the fucking ring. Like, legit tore his quad, doing the pedigree, or tore both of them, I'm pretty sure. Like, he's suffered some fucking shit in the ring. Yeah, he always getting, like, some type of injury. And it, was, like, this is a, it was like a string where he just like, always hurt. So, people give him as much shit as he wants, but hey, he's fucking put his blood, sweat, and tears in that ring. I also forgot to look who's supposed to be in the match. What you said? I forgot there's going to be other people in the match. The, the time, <laughs> the time frame between like both, like, each contestant is kind of long. So this right here is a botch. Kane was not supposed to come out. It was <laughs> supposed to be Shawn Michaels. So in Chris Jericho's autobiography, he explains this. Kane was supposed to be out. And what was originally going to happen is, I mean, no, Shawn Michaels was supposed to be out. And he was going to, like, clear out shit. Then Kane was going to come and fuck shit up like Kane would do. But the, they somehow WWE fucked it up. And the thing, and, and Chris Jericho explains it. He's like, I don't understand. When we control the lights, when we control the doors, how can we allow this to happen? He's <laughs> like, this is some WCW bullshit. And I left that company. And I can't believe that we just did this. And they fucked it all up. <laughs> right here, funny. Chris Jericho is telling Kane to throw him into the glass. And he doesn't really want to. This was like they were trying to get him to go through the glass. Yeah. Well, Chris Jericho wanted it, but Kane was like, no, nah, no. But then because of he's upset of what happened, so now he does it. 
And they kept saying, yo, this glass is, you know, bulletproof, but it's not people proof. <laughs> They're using plexiglass and it's not human proof. It literally shattered. See, you, you would never, I would never have known that Kane wasn't supposed to be out there, though. So I give him that. They, they, they yeah. themselves good. Yeah, apparently, like, Chris Jericho, like, it seemed like Kane was upset with him, like, Chris Jericho, but Chris Jericho had nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, WWE fucking botched this shit. And Shawn Michaels is supposed to be out there right now, yet he's just chilling. <laughs> he probably, what the heck? <laughs> Apparently, also, Elimination Chamber was made because originally, I think it was Triple H or somebody, maybe it was like Eric Bischoff, they wanted to create war games. They were like, oh, we should bring out, we should bring back war games. And Vince McMahon's like, nah, that's a WCW thing. We're not bringing that back. So that's why they have this going on right here. I would love to see war games on like a main roster preview one day. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, it would be. NXT, like, they got the old pay-per-view names. They got war games. They got the fight pit. Like, why the fuck does WWE main <laughs> roster not use any of this? Triple H is just more, like, exploratory. Or explore. I don't know if that's the right word, but, you know, Triple H is thing outside the box. I honestly missed that Booker T got eliminated. <laughs> Ow, that had to fucking hurt. <laughs> you can tell. I can't even tell if you're even son at this point. Or this guy just in pain. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely just hurting. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he can just tell the way he's walking. He's like, I'm done with this. I think we see a lot more spots nowadays because they've just gotten used to it and they know the fans have also gotten used to it. So you got to do some shit that's not like, you know, just basic wrestling. Because a lot of this is like they're wrestling each other and getting hurt. But I feel like now we see a lot more crazy shit that happens in the chamber. Like, remember that tag team one? That fucking, what was it, Kalisto or Lince Dorado? One of them. They fucking, like, climbed a little bit and fucking did that flip out of nowhere. It's crazy. Also, I kind of wish we could get a tag team elimination chamber again. That was dope. Yeah, that, that one was pretty fun. Surprisingly, too, because I, I would never expect Lucha House Party to be interesting in the world. You remember December to December, the Elimination oh, Chamber they had there? The hardcore one? Well, that, was, that was a hardcore <laughs> I don't remember it at all, but I just know that was a fucking match. They had Elimination Chamber. The one thing I remember from that was the Hardys versus uh, Eminem. 
Oh, yeah, that was a thing. And then at the Royal Rumble, we got the Hardys, Eminem, and somebody else? I think, oh, yeah, I think it was Paul London and Brian Kendrick. I think that was at the Royal Rumble, or no, or at Armageddon. Yeah. I think, and that's the one that broke up, I mean, that destroyed Joey Mercury's face. <laughs> that was great. I remember, I remember not watching it, but I remember reading up on, uh, reading up on it just the day after. It's crazy to think pay-per-views, I mean, they probably still cost that if you don't have the network, but imagine paying $60 a month every time there's a fucking pay-per-view, especially nowadays, fuck that. Yeah, I have problems, like, wanting to pay for eight day pay-per-views, it's been four times a year, I don't think I would pay $60 12, 12 times just to watch some wrestling. Yeah, like, you know, having a job and you get paid well, even then I still think <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit... A little bit extreme to spend sixty dollars on something for two hours that might not be really good. <laughs> <laughs> More times than not, they papers aren't really that great. This, this is a big four. They've had some good luck recently. I will say the pandemic they've done they picked it up because the original pay per views in the pandemic were shitty. Yeah. But then after Extreme Rules, they've been they've been on a good string, I'd say. But I still wouldn't pay sixty dollars. <laughs> 20 at the most, honestly. Man, Kane used to get some fucking elevation. <laughs> was this what he originally supposed to do? Uh, a lot of it afterwards, I heard they just called on the spot. Because, <laughs> like, everything went bad. You fucking got Triple H dying, literally. <laughs> like, Kane not supposed to come out. Like, they just had to work shit, and they made it work, but it was just horrible for them to deal with. <laughs> I don't know how Joey's is in this match, though. Oh, that's kind of far. Yeah, I was just thinking, the line salt is a pretty fucking cool move. Yeah. Like, I'm happy people bashed Jericho a couple of weeks ago because of how bad <laughs> it was for him to then the next week to do better. Yeah, learn from your mistakes. I'm glad that he did. Ow. Oh, this man's in cowboy boots. <laughs> I don't know what's with this attire. Like, even besides the fact that it's unfinished, the boots just does, does not go with it. Shawn Michaels was trying something. <laughs> and what's funny is, like, he's going to start having, like, a lot more attires after this, clearly, that are really cool. Like, everyone always talks about WrestleMania 25 and 26. Those were pretty nice. His DX were pretty good. I mean, this is just <laughs> awful. Everyone knows it. I fucking wish wrestling events were happening again. Yeah. I'd love to just go to like a show. GCW, they're going to have the spring break uh, thing. I don't know if you, you remember it happened not not too long ago. They redid it. Well, they not redid it, but they were finally able to have it. Mm-hmm. And now they're bringing it back for the night or the weekend of WrestleMania. Too bad it's going to be in Florida because if it was in Atlantic City, like I think they 
possibly would have done, I kind of would have went to one or two. Oh yeah, they're having like a whole their whole mania weekend. Yeah. I mean in Florida people don't really care anymore. No. They've been over it. They've been over it. I just want to get vaccinated and I want the fucking herd majority I mean the herd immunity to kick in so we could start doing things again. Yeah. I mean Madison Square Garden's apparently opening up at ten percent capacity, which means two thousand people. <laughs> no. I, I, I honestly expect that to be there soon. That at, like at some point. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that MSG is the new Thunderdome. <laughs> no one shot. Yeah, like it. Go next though. Yeah, I uh, just hope wherever they go, they change it up a bit because I'm tired of it. Like. When they got to, when I when they were saying, "Oh, we're going to Tropicana," I'm like, "Oh, that means it's going to look a lot different. It'll be cooler." No, it's the same shit. It looks like they're still like in the performance center or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. The only cool thing about it is that they have more space. So like, they have like, that ring in the back somewhere. So, like, yeah, that was cool. We saw that at the Last Man Standing match. That yeah. look, that spot looked cool. He is dying in the middle of the ring, and he is still there. <laughs> I don't know how he's in the match, though. Everyone in the front row must be so, like, confused, because, like, this this is the first time anyone's ever seen this. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's a, that's a cool, like, they, 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 like, right up next to the, the freaking chamber. This match reminds me of... Uh, hand of cell with Taker and Mankind, <laughs> like, the, 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 like it, not not as much near death experiences, but it, it just looks freaking brutal. Hey, Triple H almost died. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. He pretty much like all of it at this point. I don't know how he's like even wrestling. <laughs> One thing I gotta do before I die, I just want to be able to do a fucking nip up, a kick up. <laughs> I remember always trying and fucking hurt. <laughs> I can't do it. I think I used to be able to do it one at one point in my life. Maybe maybe I'm just imagining things. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't do it right now. I don't know. I gotta get in that shape. I remember at one point I thought I was gonna be like getting in the ring earlier in like June, but yeah. nope. 
And right now, I, I would not be able. I'd get gassed as fuck <laughs> if I, they tell me to run the ropes. I wish I could take like I'll, I'll take like a wrestling class just for fun. Like one day, <laughs> I'm gonna go beyond that. I wanna. I was a bit like if I do because I do legitimately want to take classes. I would probably do a creative pro, Kurt Hawkins thing. Mm. I trust Kurt Hawkins. Dude, I'm pretty sure The Rock trained with him a little bit. I know Curtis Axel did. I think The Rock also trained with Kurt with Kurt Hawkins. So, hey, if he got The Rock's approve, approval. Right. Do the wrestling school by my, by my college. I drove past a few times. It looked interesting. You know who ran it? No, I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> So crazy to look at Chris Jericho in there, and he's like pretty good shape. Now look at him, and he's like, he's just bigger. He's like lost. Like I mean, he's still kind of like for some reason has like a form of a six pack in a way. <laughs> like do you notice that he kind of yeah. still has something there? Like when he's like just standing and doing like promos or whatnot, he like looks okay. It's just when he takes the jacket off and has to wrestle, <laughs> like, it's a little weird. It's like his body just transforms when he once he stops wrestling, his gas. This is like it just disappears. I just love for Chris Jericho to lose a couple of pounds, then people could fucking lay off of him, and then <laughs> you know what? It'll bring some more along, bring more to his career, honestly. And and that just like his gut, he kind of he kind of just like got wider in general. Yeah, he did get wider. You can still do Chris Jericho things, but you know he's clearly become more of like a brawler, or like more yeah. of like. A submission guy than like you know jumping off of shit the only thing he'll jump off of is just doing the line salt so still pretty good Ooh. Hmm. Hey, chris jericho wwe ecw wcw aew new japan He's been all over the place. He's been at every major spot, essentially. The only place he never touched is Impact. <laughs> and maybe he might touch it soon with this uh, whole thing that's going on. So I feel like he probably wants you just to say that he's been everywhere. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Look at wrestling, like, all the major promotions. Like, not no one can really say that. <laughs> no. The closest I can say that is Mick Foley, actually. Because he he was with WCW before, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He was with ECW. He was at New Japan before, I'm pretty sure. Or at least some part of Japan. But Oddly enough, Cody could say the same thing too. Outside, like obviously WCW, ECW. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because Cody, oh yeah, because he did ROH and stuff like that. It's funny, like, five years ago, I would have said ROH is more of, like, a big time, or not big time, but, like, a bigger promotion than what it is now. Yeah. They just, the Young Bucks really screwed over a lot of <laughs> wrestling when they fucking left. Ooh, that sounded bad. Those grits are just, like, you know, like, we walk in the street in, like, the subway, like, the... Exactly, vents. yeah, <laughs> those are the fucking vents right there. <laughs> That's just painful. That's why, like, now if you look at it, 
with the new chamber, it's all fucking padding. You know, yeah. it's taken away a lot of the brutality. Which is great for the wrestlers, just unfortunate for, like, what we're, what we're used to. Is it a pedigree or pile drive? No, pedigree. Ow. Oh my god, I think I remember this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that has to hurt. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Go to sleep, bro. <laughs> to think, this is his first match back. <laughs> it went all out. <laughs> Use wrestlers that come back after these crazy injuries. Props to them. But he had like some back issues. Yeah, he basically like broke his fucking back at one point. Like, that's like part of the reason why like Shawn Michaels had to go to God. You know, he turned he changed to God because he was addicted to painkillers. Uh, like, it, it all leads back to that casket match he had with Undertaker, where he basically got like slammed or fell on top of the side of the casket, and from there he was just wrestling on borrowed time, essentially. Like. Like, that's why, like, basically his match against Stone Cold at Mania was, like, one of the, I think, the last one at that time. Because he was just, like, drugged up half of it. That's rough. It's a, that's the craziest part about wrestling that, like, you know, people that don't watch the stuff don't get it. Because they're like, oh, it's so fake, it's so fake. Well, explain all these people on fucking pills just to survive. Or, you know, look at, if you look at some compilations, if you... Like, they were this guy I watch on YouTube. His name's Troy Dan. Um, he has this React channel. He's originally, like, a 2K guy that's just as, like, my team, which is pretty funny. But he has a React channel. He just reacted to a bunch of, like, oversells slash, like, uh, funny moments in wrestling. And he was like, oh, yeah, that guy's dead. That guy's dead. Like, so many wrestlers fucking die early. It's like, oh, but this shit's fake. <laughs> That reminds me. My friend sent me like a Kurt, Kurt did like a podcast. He was talking about like his addiction stuff. He was like, "Yeah, I yeah, one pill, two pill, three, and he's taking like sixty five a day." I'm just like, "Dude, how he's lucky to be alive <laughs> taking sixty five uh, Honestly, I do want to listen to his podcast because I heard about that. But that's like legitimate. Yeah, Kurt Angle, big time drug addict. Like TNA, I think he was on it for a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Part of the reason why they call him Perk Angle. Have you heard that for him? Perk <laughs> yeah. Angle? This is, he's doing the crazy stuff, but he's doing crazy stuff because you can feel it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's one of the most notable things. Like, his moonsaults off of the steel cages. Yeah. He did in WWE, I'm pretty sure, and definitely in TNA. Um, that one spot that's always fucking insane, him against Abyss. You see the one where he jumps off the stage and there's like a front, yeah. front flip. Dude definitely didn't feel shit on that one. Or if he did, he definitely popped the whole bottle afterwards. Yeah, oh, Earl had <laughs> <laughs> He just pushed him off. He just take it away. Ooh, that's gonna hurt. Oh. You know what's crazy? People have like gotten severely injured by like bouncing off the rope on an awkward angle, like with their neck. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I feel those those ropes are like, like hard. Yeah, because they have to have a lot of give, like a lot of give, but they also have to bounce back a lot. Like that's why I like springboards and shit. 
but like people have like legitimately like got really hurt off and well like one i could think of enzo do you remember when enzo caught himself on the bottom rope which concussed him yeah that one i think part of the reason why if you remember that wrestler that died in the ring in that match with Rey mysterio I think part of it was Rey Mysterio's kick, but then also maybe the rope. I don't really recall, but he didn't look good on the rope. I think Owen Hart, when he fell, the rope was basically pretty much what I'm assuming kind of kind of had killed him. That that and also falling. (laughs) That wasn't funny, but yeah. The thing that Triple H was still taking these bumps (laughs) during this shit. Why I couldn't breathe. At least Shawn Michaels was able to kind of stand and Triple H was out of the way enough. (laughs) I'm just going to tune up the band. Oh, he wants to tune up the band. Remember Shawn Michaels had a match against God? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I really thought they were going to have someone come out as God for a second. It's even better what they did. <laughs> That's just wild. <laughs> WWE can be fun. It's just... Ugh. I forgot what I was listening to the other day, but someone was like comparing that WWE is like turning into WCW at this point. <laughs> I forgot what it was that I was listening to. And I was like, you know what? I kind of agree, you know, with how much they rely on like a lot of part timers and shit like that. I don't know. I mean, that's how I feel. I feel like definitely AEW is like a young WWE. Like, you know, I want to be friendly, partner with people. Like, they used to play the ECW and the way. And then now they're busy turning into what they hate. And it's kind of sloppy. Hey, Tony Khan said the other day he's open to... Uh, Tony Khan and um, Cody Rhodes have said they're open to working with WWE. It's funny if someone like saw that tweet and then they tweeted that video of Cody breaking Triple H's chair. <laughs> I think Triple H would want to. But Vince would have done that. Two. One, two, three. Oh, Yo, Sean imagine Wins. that! Imagine that crowd there. Oh, you forgot that Sean wins this? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when you first match back in this. <laughs> imagine the feeling to be in that arena right now and hearing that that scream. Oh, yeah. the closest thing I could relate to experiencing was like when The Rock came back. And I was there for that first match. MSU was nuts. Oh, you saw Rock? Yeah. Well, you you definitely noticed. I went to that Survivor Series. You did. I remember. Yeah. I was so lucky. So much shit happened that, that night. The Rock and Cena. CM Punk wins the title to start that 434 reign. I'm still mad though. There's still things I need to see. I need to see. I need to see AJ. I need to see 
Brock. Those are like the two I have yet to see that I really want to. To this day, I've never seen Cena wrestle because the first time I went to a house <laughs> show, he was injured. And when I went to WrestleMania, all he did was came out with Dr. Dugganomics. I never got to see Cena wrestle before, and that's actually kind of sad. Damn, I've been to so many Cena matches. <laughs> so it's like one person, you're like, oh yeah, you should definitely, you should, I should, like. By now, you would expect, you know. <laughs> oh, well. I've seen Cena Punk wrestle, so. Yeah. It was against Big Show. I guess it still works. I still, I still, one of the craziest matches I've seen. It wasn't like crazy in terms of like how good it was, but just what it was. It was Jericho versus DX versus John Cena and The Undertaker. Because <laughs> that was like building up to uh, their, uh, that, uh, that Survivor Series match, I'm pretty sure. That mm-hmm. like they, they were all going against each other in different matches. So, well, that's Survivor Series. I wish I knew a little bit more, like, cool, fun facts. I was going to listen to the Bruce Pritchard podcast for this episode of, like, because I've noticed that a lot of old wrestlers or, you know, people are part of this podcasting network. And, like, they'll do, I think, either they'll do watch-alongs or they'll just talk about a specific event, like Grilling with JR. He does a lot (laughs) of them where he's, like, sitting down and talking to this guy and they're just going over like, okay, this raw 1997 or like, you know, uh, uh, was, what's the, like just any event and they'll break it down a lot, which is pretty interesting to hear all the backstage shit. Yeah. But yeah, I gave some fun facts, but yeah, that's elimination chamber. The first ever one, maybe next time for elimination chamber, we'll do the ECW one. Glad the worst one ever. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but anywho, that is the show. I hope you guys liked it. I don't think we're gonna do a watch along a lot like a watch party this Sunday. I think like at this point, I kind of don't want to. <laughs> maybe we'll do one for Fastlane, or maybe at the very least, maybe try for Mania. We'll build it up so we could get more than just two people. But shout out to the two people that were there. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anything else you got to say, Quade? think so that was a pretty good match honestly like i, I, I haven't I, don't, I actually don't think i've seen it before so that was, that was nice to watch it, it was it was entertaining yeah and they do definitely have a bunch of like compilations of chamber matches like i'll probably put on one in the background later just to like see more chamber stuff leading up to it all i mean this is one of my favorite like arenas like or not arenas but like match types i always wished i had like the wrestling ring version of it like the toy one i had the hell in the cell one the og one but uh, i've always loved these but uh all right let's see what we got this sunday all right quade as always it's been a pleasure yeah we'll see we'll we'll do some more there's uh these one shots maybe we'll do some more watch alongs leading up to certain pay-per-views and whatnot we'll, we'll think about it all right people 